One breakfast show, seven playlists, a concept that Dave Berry still believes to be witchcraft and sorcery. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show. You join us with the usual pandemonium here in the studio as producer Dave has lost his quote-unquote papers. <laughs> he's the kind of person, if he was a government official, he'd leave something crucially like important on a train. Oh, yeah, he's that guy, isn't he? He, yeah. he, is, he is cursed with the clumsy gene, is our very lovable, wildly lovable producer Dave. Thanks. Whilst he looks around the studio for his paperwork, there's a chance he'll trip over his own shoelaces yeah. and bang his head on the desk while he's looking on the floor. Are we giving it too much gravitas calling it his papers? It like is. Yeah. Frost Nixon. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. precisely. His this dossier. is his fault. But effectively, it's just a piece of paper that outlines yeah. what we're going to do. Cool. Which we never really pay attention to. No, but, but we hope you find your papers. He Thank says you. he feels naked without his paperwork. <laughs> naked without his paperwork. Because <laughs> I bought it, and it's not important. It's important. Come, come on, no, come no, on. No, it no, is important. Right, so he, I, he just accused me of sitting on it. He said, Are you sitting on my paperwork? He, he moved my copy of Q magazine like it was yeah. hiding under there, like trying to make itself small. I bought it all into the studio and it's just disappeared. And some of it's quite important. How could you lose it in here? I don't it's know. just a grey box. What if matter. a rival radio station gets hold of it? Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. And if they find out what we're doing in the 8 o'clock hour, we're all in trouble. <laughs> don't worry about that. Uh, so that's producer Dave wandering around, injuring himself, looking for his important paperwork. Producer Claire, on the other hand, is walking around carrying a bag of helium balloons. I know, I don't know what that's about. This isn't a surprise, is it? I hate getting murked, to quote Rio <laughs> Ferdinand. I, I hate being murked. It's nothing to do with me, is it? I don't think so. Right. I don't know the World Cup is coming up, and yeah. last time he did that TV show, it was just before the 2006 <laughs> oh, World yeah. Cup. That's all I'm saying. Glenn, did you see it that TV so show? Good, yes, it? I did. It was absolutely surreal. I love Rio Ferdinand. He's, oh, I love him even more these I days. I played well, football yeah. against him when we were at school. No way. What? He was a striker. He went to Blackie Bluecoats. Yeah. I went to John Rome. Wow. We were in the same year at school, really? and he uh, he was a striker then. He was he was noticeably better than everyone else yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as he would go on to become yeah, Manchester United yeah, captain. Yeah. Um, anyway, I don't but, like uh, getting murked. Yeah, well, when it came to murking, he wasn't. That wasn't really his area. <laughs> Let's not say murking on the radio. It was such a weird thing when he tried to be the new Jeremy Beadle for a, for a while. <laughs> yeah. It didn't really work it, out. It didn't work out. Oh well, look, I found uh, producer Dave's paperwork here. Six a.m. Murking chat <laughs> done. Dave Barry, right here and now. The Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. So the helium balloon mystery has been solved. Um, producer Claire has, and I, I put this delicately, she's nicked them from Kiss FM. Yeah, yeah. Um, they have something to do with Love Island, apparently. Mm. And there they are. There's a parrot and a couple of palm trees. What's that? that what, what's that got to do with Love Island? Yeah, well, that's it's an island. Do. These represent a desert island. Right. Okay. And you cannot move for parrots on Love Island. <laughs> 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 I hear that if you're pale and posh, you get a bit of a tough time on <laughs> yeah, Love Island. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, that's what so. I've heard. Um, because producer Dave's been watching it. Emma, have you been watching it? Yeah, but no spoilers because no, no, I no. haven't seen the last oh. night's one. Okay. Well, I haven't oh, seen yeah. it at all. But, but I know who you're talking about. Right. We're going to talk about it a little later in depth. But now, what I'd like to talk about, if it's okay is do you label your alarm clock? Uh, when I sent this to Glenn and Emma, Glenn meant, well, do I put, like, alarm clock on it? Yeah, do I print it <laughs> off and put it on yeah. just in case I forget it's an alarm clock? No, yeah. but I think, I don't know if it's the same with other phones, but with the iPhone, you can label your alarms. I yeah. used to have 4.30am um, was, ah! And then 4.45 was nearly time, and then 5am was now. Right. And uh, now I just have one, which is 4.45am, and it just says, up, 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 with exclamation marks. <laughs> wow. I've never even looked how to, how to do it. You can rename them. You give them names. You can call it Deborah, 
You yeah. do whatever you want. Well, there was one guy called Will Welch, um, at Welchy013 on Twitter, who's named his alarm clock Dave Berry Breakfast Show. Gets oh. up at five to six. Will, good morning five to you, Five to six sir. every morning it goes off. How lovely. Yeah. Emma, do you label your alarm clock? I don't label them things like that, but sometimes I label them to remind me to do stuff, like get up in the morning, remember to take X. Yeah. Oh, you don't use your reminder function on your calendar for that. Well, oh, it's speci- complicated. It's specifically <laughs> when, my, when my alarm's going off. I always use my calendar. Do you? I've got a f- family calendar. Me and the family are all linked up. Yeah, but for well, me, for you know, Katie. for things that are only for you. For instance, I've just realised I've got parking fine on one of my alarms, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been switching that one off for a few days. <laughs> Put it on snooze. It'll be yeah. all right. Okay. I mean, it's the labelling of your alarms. I mean, I understand. To, to, that's a good function. You, that's a use for it, Emma. Yeah. You know, like remind you to go and do whatever you need to do. Humanising it slightly is a bit weird. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> and, and nearly time. Is that strange? Ignoring Twitter notifications for the next two weeks, like his life depended on it. The Dave. Breakfast show. Well, whilst you were sleeping, the Daily Mirror has been Googling hard and it has come up with Mick Jagger's Stylespiration. And we're going to start this by saying, should I ever use the term Stylespiration? I've never heard it before. But I mean, it's you've never heard that said before? Never it's heard that. It's quite Grazia yeah. magazine. Yeah, I suppose it's Stylespiration. That, that's more annoying than the time I heard the word Vlogzine. Oh, <laughs> wow, oh. Vlogzine's not no. good. No. Webinar. <laughs> <laughs> OK, <laughs> we can put all of those terms <laughs> in one group and we'll leave them well alone. Uh, so effectively, um, the intern at the Daily Mirror has been Google imaging pictures of Mick Jagger and has discovered that he is ripping off the style of none other than my beloved nan, Mary Berry. <laughs> yeah, um, and good this was time nan. well spent by that intern because there is some correlation in terms of outfits. This Un- is incredible work. Give that yeah. intern a contract to the Daily Mirror. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, well, let's start, shall we, with the big picture they've decided to pull out. And this is... Um, the black combo down to the knee, yeah. uh, Mary doing it in a dress, Mick doing it in an overcoat, with the pink scarf, pink just a flash scarf. of pink. Offsets the whole thing. Nice, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's uncanny. Yeah, yeah it is. Um, and then there's the um, Asian-inspired uh, print silk jacket, yeah. Blossom, yeah. Um, which Mary's wearing zipped, kind of just, she's got about four inches zipped down. Mick's got the same. Exactly the same. Uh, they also have uh, metallic sparkly jackets. That they, sh- they share a love of those as well. And uh, fuchsia jackets worn over black as well as another look that works for both Barry and Jagger. Well, we were talking about uh, style with Liam Gallagher on the show yesterday. There is more from Liam coming up just after half seven. And I did ask him that if he was forced to oh, wear yeah. the clothes yeah, yeah, of either of Mick Jagger, Ed Sheeran or Craig David, who would he choose? His response has gone viral in a huge way. Uh, we're going to be touching on that a little later on. But effectively, I think Mick came out roughly on top. Yeah. So we can say that Liam Gallagher is inspired <laughs> style-wise by Mary yeah, Berry, yeah, which is yeah. a sentence I never thought I'd say out loud <laughs> on the wireless, wow, which yeah. is fantastic. And this is something I would love to talk to Mary about because um, I was asked uh, in, in the kind of talking to some of publications as I were to, to talk about the new breakfast show and launching it. And there, there's a question you get asked quite a lot, which is, you know, what would be, who'd be your dream guest? And I've got this idea that I want to do something called a bunch of berries. Oh, yeah, this is Where we sit here in the studio, you like this, don't you, Matt? We yeah. sit here in the studio and we get Mary Berry, Halle Berry, Matt 
Matt Berry, Nick Berry, and the other Dave Berry who did that song, The Crying Game. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. And we get together. a bunch of berries together. Uh, yeah. Maybe we do it in the studio. We go to a shrine to Chuck Berry, oh, Papa yeah. of Rock and Roll, yeah. and we just chat. And we can nice. talk to Mary about, you know, inspiring Mick Jagger's style. I'm all over that, yeah. Um, I believe there's a feature they do in some magazines, which is Who Wore It Best? Uh, yeah. Let right, me just yeah. go through these and get, get them from the team here. Uh, glittery Jacket, who wore it best, Mary or Mick? Mary. Mick. Uh, yeah, Pink jacket, Mary or Mick? Mary, obviously. Mary. Yeah. Mary. Yeah. Um, the asymmetric print glitter jacket in gold and black, Mick or Mary? It's <laughs> like she was born wearing it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's Mary Berry. <laughs> she can do no wrong in my eyes. It's Mary Berry. Mary yeah, again. No, I think it's more of a Mick, Mick look. That you one. like the Mick yeah, look? Yeah, to be okay, fair. and let's well, let's touch. We touched on it before. The Asian-inspired print jacket, yeah. Mary or Mick? Mary. Mary. I think neither of them come out very well. Dave <laughs> <laughs> Breakfast Show with Wix Trade Pro. At Wix, 25 kilogram Master Crete Original Cement is just £3.87 a bag when you use your Trade Pro discount. Always cheaper with Wix Trade Pro. First of all, hi Dave, Matt, and the team. My name's Paul Berry. Can I come on your guest-ridden podcast as well? <laughs> I have a brother called Kyle, but I am the. Elderberry. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> you can laugh, Emma, but it was a nightmare at school. It was, honestly. You go through your whole GCSEs being called Goose and see how you feel. Um, yeah. So, yes, of course you can come, Paul Berry, and bring Carl as well. And then before we were talking about getting murked, uh, yeah. Rio Ferdinand went for a phase of murking people when he was attempting to be the new Jeremy Beadle. Yeah. Uh, got a lot of respect for him as a football player. I had the pleasure of playing against him because he went to a rival school of mine. We were in the same year. Both of us are in our very, very, very late 20s. <laughs> <laughs> Morning, everyone. I remember playing against Rio Ferdinand in school team as I went to Kibrook, which was the other one. There was Thomas like Tallis, Kibrook, right, right. Blackie Blue Coach, John Roan. And as you said, he was ridiculously good, Dave. Funny, though, I don't ever remember playing against anyone good from John Roan, though. Whoa. So I'm getting a school burn. Wow. Like, what, six years after I left? <laughs> <laughs> Who's this chirpy chappy on Absolute Radio? I hear you ask. Why? It's Dave Berry on The Dave Berry Show, of course. The Dice Man cometh. So, last time we did this, it was... Like half past four in the afternoon, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Home yeah. time hours. Mm. Um, and now it's on the breakfast show. How are you feeling, Dice Man? Ready to change well, some lives? Uh, it's a shame to not have my traditional dice with me, but we've uh, taken it into the modern world with the Shake'em Dice app, which should sound like this. Oh, it's not that loud, is it? No, that's all right. I'll do. It's not as good as the dice, which we can't find. It does, just doesn't really sound like dice. It doesn't really, does it? I mean, no. it, it looks quite good. It's like it's like a three D sort of cube. The yeah, dice it's is in. Perfect it? for the radio. It looks yeah. great. It doesn't sound anything <laughs> like a die. <laughs> Um, yeah, anyway, we'll try. We'll try that. OK, we're going to give it a go. And this is the first one, and this is an interesting one. Thank you so much for sending your dilemmas at 8.12.15, or, of course, you can tweet us at Absolute Radio. Dave and the Dice Man. I loved this feature on Home Time, but never got read out, and now I really want your help. So, wait for this, Dice Man. Oh, yeah. Our beautiful baby boy. Do we name him David... Or Matthew. Oh, uh, wow. Sarah and Sam in Manchester say that they have links to both names, so they're happy with either. Wow. Have they been waiting since you were on the home time show <laughs> to name their baby? David is now three yeah. years old. <laughs> no. Um, 
I think that they, I think that Sam and Sarah and Sam liked it, but they really want our help now. Is what's happening, yeah, Emma? Yeah. Um, you so, can hold off on the naming ceremony, can't you? Okay, so uh, wait for it. Evens. If it's an even number, well, it's going to be David. He's okay. going to be David. <laughs> if it's an odd number, it's going to be a Matthew. Are they just yeah. really inspired by you guys? Is that yeah, why? I think that's basically. We, it, we have yeah, in brackets. Yeah. We have links to both names. So here we go. Here we go. It's not very good, this, is it? <laughs> it's a six. It's a six, which means it's an even number, which means Sarah and Sam and David in Manchester. Oh. What a lovely, lovely thing for you to do. Dave, I'm currently in the kitchen and the grill is on. Sausage or bacon? That's from Brent in Primrose Hill. Okay, evens, cylindrical pig, odds, flat pig. That's okay. what we're going for. I think I don't like that app. I'm going to switch to Siri. Apparently that can roll a dice, according to Steve in Wakefield. So we'll just go with Siri this Thanks, time. Thanks, Steve. Okay. Roll a dice. It's two this time. It's two this time. It's two this time. Two this time. Well, that's an even number, which means you are having a sausage this morning, Brent. So congratulations to you as well. Wow. So we've named the baby and decided someone's breakfast choice. It's over to you. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show with Matt Dyson and some others, but I don't have a piece of paper with their names written down. May all your satsumas be (laughs) loose-skinned. Yes. They're the best ones, aren't they? But you can get your fingers in quick. You yeah. can peel quickly. With I don't soup. trust that. That is, it's too. Yeah. It's almost too ripe. If it just falls apart, you don't. Yeah. Oh, so you you think it would affect the fruit inside? Yeah, you wouldn't trust Sometimes. a person if all their skin just fell yeah. off. Yeah. 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 Skin, <laughs> true. Yeah. Sometimes the flesh the is shriveling. Thing. Yeah, it's shriveled flesh. Sometimes. I tend not to eat people though. Glenn. <laughs> That's the difference. Um, Emma, do you like a loose skin satsuma? Yeah, I love a loose skin. A loose skin. Oh, yeah. So um, we learnt something today. That the, I learnt something today. Every day's a school day, as I say. Uh, the white stuff around the flesh of a satsuma, or, or orange, or tangerine, is called pith. Pissed. You just learnt yeah. that. I, know, I, I didn't know. That. I just I didn't was know. Amazed. That. How did you not did know? You know I've that? known that since I was about five. Yeah. yeah. What? How is what? I can't well, believe when, you did. First time you ever peel a satsuma on orange, you get told, "Oh, that's the pith. Take the pith off." Yeah. No. Take so to speak. <laughs> when you're five, you know, like a hundred words. When you're five, how is it the first hundred words you know? That, 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 yeah. that was his was. five words. You could say his name, <laughs> mummy, daddy, and pith. They were very worried. Did you know that it was called pith, Glenn? No, I've never heard this. I've never heard this before. This is blowing my mind. Yeah, what are you I, talking I was, about? How often does this come up in conversation? That's like saying, Never. Did you know it was called an orange? Yeah. Okay, no, yeah, no, yeah. no. It's it's really not the same. Uh, but let, let me. Uh, when has when have you used the word pith with regards to the, the fruit mean, of an orange in a sentence? Like, oh, this has a lot of pith. When has that ever been said? There's not enough pith on my orange. <laughs> no, there's always too, too much. much. Too much. Too much. It doesn't even come up on Google. What you it does? Pith. How do you spell it? There's P I T H. The spongy right, white okay. tissue lining the rind of oranges, lemons, oh and other citrus fruits. This is unbelievable. But I can't believe it either, Emma. You're telling me, uh, Emma. You're telling me that in your lifetime you have you have uh, peeled a satsuma or an orange or whatever, and you have gone, "Wow, this has got a lot of pith." Yeah, I would be yeah, saying, "I'm yeah. taking the pith." Off my own. <laughs> careful, <laughs> Emma, stop careful. Yeah, I mean, I do use it quite a lot, the word pith. It's a, I mean, I just can't believe you've lived your whole life to this stage and not used it. Producer Dave, have you ever used or heard the word pith? I've heard of it. I don't use it very often. I don't understand why you would. I, when I'm, like, peeling an orange for my children, I'll say, oh, let's just take some of that pith off. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just Googled it. Followed by the word off. 16 off. million results. 16? <laughs> Glenn, how have we got our whole lives? 16 million. And for, just, just, for, just for, to balance this out, 
Emily Sanday, one million. So that's what Google Google's really so balanced towards. Piff is bigger than Emily Sanday. Yeah, got loads of hits on YouTube as well. Piff. Yeah, loads right. of views. Right. Okay. Well, I, do you know when we start? I didn't think that you'd be that shocked, Emma. Honestly, your face is a picture. You, I, you're, I can't you're, you're stunned. It. What? When you've peeled an orange in the past, what mm. do you say when you're yeah. peeling off the white stuff? You just got don't lots talk of white about stuff. It. Yeah, <laughs> the white stuff. Well, this has got a lot of white stuff. I like to have a, a running commentary when I'm peeling my fruit. Right, okay. <laughs> but, well. The white stuff, that's what's wrong with this world today. They're calling it the white stuff. Just <laughs> peel the white stuff. Isn't it's that piff. a Channel 5 daytime news show? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's piff. Come on. It's piff. Okay, there we go. More often than not, a chap called Dave Barry will say something in between the music. And when he can't be bothered, you get me, the Dave Barry. Breakfast show. So I was very impressed with the loose skin around my Satsuma this morning. It's delicious. Covered in pith. Yeah. Which is all. a word Glenn and I have never used. <laughs> We've heard of it in the terms of a pithy comment and maybe even a pithy hat or a pith yeah. hat. A pith hat, yeah. I mean, yeah, we all know them, obviously. Um, but when it comes to the white stuff around an orange, we had absolutely no idea, which shocked Emma Jones to her very core. I am speechless. Can I ask you a question, Emma? Mm. Is it pith that's around a banana? Uh, no. Good question. I don't think it is. I think it's citrus only, isn't it? Yeah. Right, so if it's that specific, then how is it a problem that we don't know that word? How is it in the top five just, words you knew when you were a toddler? It's just basic, isn't it? It's, that, it's when you first ever have an orange peeled for you. Yeah. It gets explained. Uh, Matt went on to say, uh, whilst we listened to that last song there, that he feels he uses the word pith at least once a month. I'd say once a month. You have got to be kidding me. So you've said it, you've said it half a dozen times this year so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I genuinely do. You said the word pith, that's a good point, Glenn. You reckon you've said the word pith six times. How have neither of you two ever heard anyone say the word pith? Because I I, I guess, I I guess, you know what, I think I've only ever eaten oranges in solitary confinement (laughs) and no one's ever gone, oh, I like your pith, mate. You've never had a sociable orange. No, no one Never complimented my pit. You haven't lived Aww. until you've eaten a group tangerine. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's an old saying. It's a saying as old as time. Yeah, um, it is. Uh, Dave, Matt, and the team. I wish I could think of a pithy comment to add to your debate. Nice. Says Gareth. Gareth. Gareth yeah. um, love the word pith. Me and my brother used to use it to swear at each other in secret, peeling an orange and saying, "I need to take the really quietly and then pith off at the top of our lungs." <laughs> oh, to be childish yeah. again, says Daisy in go. Cheshire. Thank you, Daisy. My goodness, men! Have you never watched a cooking show? <laughs> I no. never. I've watched cooking. I'm not a big fan of cooking shows, but I've never heard Gordon Ramsay, Jamie Oliver, any of those cats say the word pith. Yeah, because well. they'd never serve it up as a main course. <laughs> <laughs> the, the pith is discarded. They probably it would have been one of those things they did earlier on a cookery show, I suppose. Take the, take the pith. Not knowing words like pith. What's wrong with you in your very, very, very late twenties? <laughs> 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 Says Monkey in Home Bay. The all new. Breakfast show coming from the quite not so all new presenter Dave Berry on Breakfast. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show. Um, my nan, oh. who's 96 years old, she currently lives in what was my first ever lad pad. Right. So places okay. that. Places this is real. That, yeah, yeah, this is real. Places that were for debauchery have now got like doilies over them. Nice. And there's porcelain dogs nice, everywhere. Nice. And I was visiting her the other day, as I like to do, and under the stairs I found a load of magazines for when I lived Dirty there. Dirty magazines. <laughs> no, oh, come no. on, Dave. <laughs> Keep it slow. You've only been on air one day. <laughs> What I mean, <laughs> I'm not talking about the naughty magazine right. I keep at my football magazines house. and stuff like that. It was fashion magazines, fashion actually. magazines. There you go. And uh, I found um, 
two th- the year 2000's Arena Home Plus with you on the cover. All right. Now, the reason I bring this up is, have you kept any of that stuff? No. Have you got anything framed in a downstairs loo, as they like no, to say? No, I've never put a disc up in my life. All my discs, my um, awards and all that stuff that you've won through the bands and that, I've never had, never had a disc up of... All my stuff. I don't buy for that. I don't go around people's houses and they've got discs up when they've sold one record. Yeah, okay. I'm like, ah, it's a bit, it's a bit 80s, isn't it? A bit Phil Collins, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's a bit, I suppose. It's a bit, it's a bit like that. I, so I've never, done, I've never bothered doing it, you know what I mean? But, but yeah, what was the question again? The question was, have you kept any of that stuff no and you have seen no, stories? No magazines. But my mum's got a little, she does like little books and stuff, Scrap you know books. what I mean? Scrapbooks. So I think she's, she's doing it to shame me, like when I get older, when she's gone like that, she's gonna go like that, that's the I had to read about you <laughs> and your <laughs> brother. I hope you live with it, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? That kind of So she cuts every, even if it's a bad bit out, you know right. what I mean? She'll stick it in there. So I think I'm going to get it on my head when she, you know. Oh, right. How lovely of her. How, how lovely. How lovely. Yeah. Um, big summer ahead, Liam. Yeah. Um, you're going to be doing the Isle of Wight Festival yeah, on the Saturday wait. night. Can't yeah, can't wait, man. Love festivles, man. I love playing the gigs, man. See, we haven't had much time to rehearse, you know what I mean? So we're changing the set up for these Dublin gig, which is a couple of weeks, and Finsbury Park. But whenever the Isle of Wight is, yeah, we might change the set up for that as well. But okay, yeah, it's the same, man. Just the same old loud, you know, in your face, hopefully, you know what I mean? Just like no nonsense, you know what I mean? I'll try to move people without moving them, you know, like, go and put your hands up in the air and all that. I, I refuse that, enough, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, you prefer know. to get into the heads, you know what I mean? Yeah, OK. You know I mean? So moving people without telling people to be moved. I, I see what you mean. Let you the know, music and the let performance the music do and the let the thing do it. That's what yeah, I yeah. like to do, you know what I mean? All them people that are you having a good time? I don't give a f- if you're having a good time. You better be having a good time. Or all that crowd participation. Get your phones out with that, your lights. Yeah, that crowd participation like that. doesn't work for me. Um, the other big thing, of course, happening this summer is the World Cup. Yes. How do you think England are going to do Are you an England fan, Liam? I am. But then when everyone starts getting really giddy about it, I just oh, go, I hope they get beat, you know what I mean? Yeah, it drives me Just insane. for a bit of chaos, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I always, like, I want them to get, like, as far as they can, you know what I mean? But I don't about... I know I'm going to get battered now for all these van drivers out there, but... <laughs> yeah, I don't think they'll win the World Cup, though. All right, OK. Would you ever be tempted to do, like, a... Mm. I know, you had a to stop crying your heart out, but something no, more... Sp- uh, no, not for me, man. No. I mean, I do like... I do like England, man, you know what I mean? I do want them to do well, but I just don't... They can't do it, can they? Is there any truth in, in the story that you were one of the first people to see Gareth Southgate after you missed the penalty? No. I've never met him in my life. Oh. <laughs> never met him in my life. I read about that. Oh, you read about that? That's not true? No, I've never met him in my life. Right, OK. No, fair enough. Fair There's enough. no way he hangs right in the places that I hang about. Surely, <laughs> I wouldn't have got... England manager, would surely they've got dirt on him there, haven't they? If he's knocking about where I knock about, or used to knock about, he wouldn't have got that gig. It would be one for his mum's scrapbook. He got, yeah, he wouldn't have got that gig, would he? You know what I mean? Um, Liam, great mm. seeing you as always. And you, man. We'll see you at the Isle of Wight. Um, please give it up for Liam Gallagher. Thank you. Thanks, Liam. Thank you. Ten weeks of tickets. Absolute Radio's Ten Weeks of Tickets. That's right, all this week, as part of 10 Weeks of Tickets, I've been sending you to the Isle of Wight Festival. This year, it marks its 50th anniversary, which is very nice. So they've pulled out the big guns. They've got the Killers, Kasabian, the Mannix, Liam G and Depeche Mode, plus many more. And, of course, where you can't win tickets without the help of our very own Captain Matt Sparrow. Good morning, Captain. Splice the main brace! Yo ho ho and a flagon of rum. It's good to have you aboard, Abel Seaman Berry. Good to have you aboard. I've had an extra ration of grog this morning, Dave. I think it might help with my harmonica playing. 
They sound a bit like a ghost. It's <laughs> <laughs> <He's> scary. <laughs> We've gone full parts of the Caribbean here, coming we? to you from another dimension this morning. Um, I do believe the captain is massively overcompensating for what you're about to hear him play on the harmonica. <laughs> yeah, it's a tough one today. It's a, it's a, I know what it is, and it's totally unrecognisable. <laughs> but we, uh, we were bracketed as ye of little faith yesterday because yeah. you did Wonderwall, and we didn't think anyone was going to get it, but we had thousands of entries, so... I may stand corrected again. This is a tough one. There's lots of breathing in notes on the harmonica. <laughs> That's what we call them in the harmonica game. Okay. The breathing in notes. They're quite hard to do in a row, <laughs> I find. Um, so we are aboard the ferry across the Solent to the Isle of Wight. And Matt has got... Uh, well, sorry, Captain Matt Sparrow has got his harmonica. Can you work out what he's playing? Take it away, Captain. I try, I'll try one version first, Exhibit A, and then I'll do the more complicated version after that, <laughs> if that's OK with you. Yeah, I just... Ask you not to talk when okay, I put the sorry, reverb yes. on. It's ghostly. Are you ready to play now? Sorry. Here's the exhibit A. <laughs> right, let's as always go straight to Glenn. Easiest one yet. Yeah, I've got oh. it. Yeah. Straight away. No, you haven't. Yes, yeah. I have. Okay, good. How can we you might, not? I might not need to do any more then. Oh, let's have another go. Just. Well, personally, I think it's a little bit rocky. Oh. Dave Berry. He's done a breakfast show in the past, and believe me, if he tries any of that nonsense here, he's for the high jump. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show. Dave. Sounds like three blind mice to me, although I doubt that's the answer from Keith in Watford. <laughs> Catherine Hazel asks, why would a farmer be on a ferry? <laughs> Point Although I think farmers do get ferries. They do. They go to the Isle of Wight and back, don't they? Yeah, but you're definitely not a farmer. I'm a ferryman. That's right. Yes, you are Captain Matt Sparrow, and you're the way in which people can win tickets to be at the Isle of Wight Festival as part of 10 weeks of tickets. And on the phone right now, we have Diane in Romford. Good morning to you, Diane. Morning. Morning, Dave. You all right? Very good. Thank you for asking. And how are you? I'm all right, thank you very much. Lovely. I'm nervous. Oh, don't be nervous. We've got you. We're doing this together. And plus, it's Friday Eve, so we're nearly yeah, at the weekend. Right. Uh, <laughs> so let's send you into that weekend with some camping passes for the Isle of Wight Festival. All you have to do is figure out what this is. Matt, would you like to give Diane another blast, please, Captain? <laughs> you got my reverb on. There we go. Oh. <laughs> what? Why can't you get this right? <laughs> um, I, OK, I'm going to count into reverb in three... Two, one, let's reverb. <laughs> Truly awful. Uh, now, Diane, I, I thought no one was going to get this. Glenn and Emma say it's the easiest one of the week oh, so yeah. far. It's the easiest one, easy. You think so? Okay, well, yeah, what do you definitely. think it is then? I think it's Eye of a Tiger and Survivor. Is that right, Captain? I think Survivor could have got a harmonica on there, yes. It's correct. Yay! Great. I mean, he's going with the rhythm of that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the really hard bit. I, I come for the harmonica. I stay for the jaunty dancing you do whilst you play it, Matt. I really do. Uh, Diane, congratulations. You guys are on the White Festival. Thank you very much. Great. That is our pleasure. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday. There are more chances for you to win tickets to be there with Leona right after us and Bush from Wild. The all-new breakfast show coming from the quite not-so-all-new presenter, Dave Berry, on breakfast. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show. 
where it's time to talk once again about Liam Gallagher. I know, I'm all over him like a cheap suit, aren't I? <laughs> and it's funny because cheap suits is what's led to um, us getting a little bit of coverage around planet Earth. Um, as you know, we've done a series of in-conversations with this week here on The Breakfast Show. Uh, myself and Liam, he's been on great form, very entertaining, and you can listen to it back on our daily podcast, which you can get from all the usual places. Um, so the PR team here, the lovely Kat and Sean and Amelia, uh, they send uh, producer Dave here a kind of update of where we've been discussed around the globe. And we have... Lots. Oh, lots. Wow, look at that. It's very exciting. Uh, I particularly like... So we got, we got in the enemy, which right, is always nice. Good. Clash music. Uh, VH1 in Italy, um, who have run the headline, uh, Liam Gallagher, Meglio, Nudo, Cevestundo, Come, Ed Sheeran, Oh, Craig David. <laughs> 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 um, we've also made it to Zap Gossip, Yahoo in Spain, Ooh. and then we went stateside. Nice. Northwest Georgia News. Ottawa People's Press. Wow. The, the Luddington Daily News. Oh. Ben and Emma are in the Luddington Daily News. Highbrow. You're welcome. <laughs> Take that life box. Uh, the Westborough Gazette. The Peterborough Examiner. The Citizen Tribune. Kokomomo Perspective. Wow. What? Who knew? The St. Louis Post Online. Wow. Niagara Today. The local newspaper to Niagara oh, Falls. That's amazing. We're in there. Monroe County. The Manhattan Mercury Online. Our Windsor. We're also in the New Hamburg International, Niagara Falls Review, Iso County News, the Black Hills Pioneer. They love it in the Niagara Falls area, don't they? Were Oasis really big? (laughs) Napa Valley Register Online, the intriguingly named Douglas Budget, (laughs) the Hamilton Spectator, and Rogersville Review. Wow. Just some of the places that are talking about... All the big hitters. Our interview (laughs) with Liam Gallagher, which is amazing. But the best thing of all of this is um, we... Did the, we sprung the surprise on the two Liam Gallagher fans. We had Danny and we had Verity. Yes, yeah. And they did some um, berioke. So they sang uh, Wall of Glass. They didn't know that Liam was hidden behind some glass and he was going to come out and surprise them. And when he did, and uh, you can watch the video online, and when he did, Verity had a little bit of a bone to pick with him uh, that dates back nearly ten years. Yeah. I went to V-Festival and you didn't show up. All right, here we go. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, where was we that day? That was that, oh, we split up instead, split didn't we? Ah, oh, there you go. So you can't, you can't, you can't turn up if you split up, can you? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? We try and do something nice. Thanks for bringing that up, Verity. So, of all of the publications we've just been through, including once again VH1 Italia, uh, Meglino Nudo Cevi, come Ed Sheeran, O Craig David. <laughs> even more exciting than that, Verity has been contacted by her local newspaper to comment on her experience oh, in Berioke. Yes. So, our dear listener, the lovely Verity. Is going to be in the Canvey Island Echo. The man, the myth, the radio personality, the Dave Berry Breakfast Show. Good morning, it's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show here on Absolute Radio, where it is time now for the TV theme song that producer Dave said screams sex. You said it was more like a cheesy nightclub. Yeah, I thought of going to a nightclub that plays this. It makes me glad I'm in my 40s. I, I think the, the people at said nightclub anymore. are probably quite pleased you're yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, good, we're all happy it's then, just, aren't we? Good, because we sharp mix socially. Who's that oh, hairy guy leaning against the bar playing the harmonica? I'll <laughs> 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 probably do this on the harmonica. So I might do a dance <laughs> remix. Little so. plot spoiler for Yala <laughs> White tickets tomorrow. Um, right, so, um, Emma, you've been watching Love Island. 
I love it. Um, you do. I still haven't seen it. I've never watched it before. Glenn, you watched the last series. I did, yeah. Which won a BAFTA for Best Foreign Language Documentary, so that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. um, no, it genuinely did win a, win a BAFTA. Um, is this series as good as the last one so far, Em? We're only two episodes in, and it, it takes a while to get to know the characters, so you need to get to like characters. them. So I'm not... The, the people. So okay. I'm not I'm not there yet, but I'm I'm enjoying it. Um how is Danny Dyer's daughter Danny Dyer getting on? <laughs> she yeah, she's okay. She's in a couple with a guy called Jack. Right. Who pointed out that Jack and Danny is misfortunate oh, cocktail. Yeah. Oh, of course oh, it is. is, isn't it? Yeah. The irony being oh. that Danny Dyer would know exactly what that meant. Exactly. Yeah. Oh of course. So I don't know how long they're gonna last. Um and I hear there's a, a, a there's a character, to use your, your term, there's a character in there who's not doing very well with the ladies because he's a little bit pale and a little bit posh. Is, is, he, is this Alex? <laughs> <laughs> like Matt in that nightclub, you on Love Island, Glenn. Uh, no, but the guy, the, there's a guy in there who's oh, not quite as sunbedded as the others. Because okay. he doesn't look like the others, he's not as muscly, he's a bit yeah. sunburned, and he's clever. This he's is a my whole problem with the show. He's frowned upon because he doesn't conform to what, what the, all these kids are like. But he's no, an A&E doctor. They've not got fake tans. They're not idiots. He's you, not an idiot. You know, he should be applauded, this guy. If you're thinking long-term, think the doctors looks like a good exactly. idea, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, as I say, I haven't seen it, so I don't want to comment too much. Uh, there is a, a thing in the papers today that um, a columnist in the Mirror is allowing her 13- and 11-year-old kids to watch Love Island. What do you think about that? I think until they start the nighttime activity, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Nicely put. Matt yeah. Dyson as a father of two daughters. Well, I mean, I let my six-year-old watch The Simpsons, but I think <laughs> this is, uh, this is, these are not good role models for any children, I don't think, and they shouldn't be encouraging that kind of behaviour. Right, OK. Glenn? Uh, I don't know. I mean, the first season was on, like, 13 years ago or so, so I was a teenager then. I mean, I didn't, I didn't watch it at the time, but that's uh, not too bad, is it? We're talking about Love Island or The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> You're still living about the posh and pale thing, aren't you, Glenn? I can see still just am. staring off into the distance. If you close your eyes, he sounds like Tony Blackburn. Open your eyes and he still sounds like Tony Blackburn. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show. Love Island was on 13 years ago, Glenn. I owe you an apology. Ah, sorry, right. apology accepted. Did you know that, Matt? Of course I did. With some know. major names as well. <laughs> well who was really in there? major names. We're talking Jane Middlemiss. Yeah. <laughs> Callum Best. Wow. That's it. Oh, so it used to be. <laughs> it used to be celebrity. Right. Love this is just every day. Just got, I've learned what right. the, the stuff inside an orange is called pith, and yeah. there was a celebrity Love Island. But now the tables have turned because it used to be. Now, now the situation is you go in not famous, and then you come out famous. Right. And then what happened previously was you went in famous, and then you became Jay Middleman. So it sort of went <laughs> the other way. As Jane is a close and personal friend of mine, Glenn. I... <laughs> <laughs> right, coming up next, we launched the no-repeat guarantee. You won't hear the same song twice in your working day. And once again, a little bit of smashing together. Yes, wordplay is afoot. Dave Berry, he's done a breakfast show in the past, and believe me, if he tries any of that nonsense here, he's for the high jump. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show. Don't let a flabby mind be your companion today. As you head into the rest of the morning and the afternoon, why not tone that mind of yours with some wordplay? <laughs> Now, earlier on, uh, Glenn and I got schooled with pith, which is the white stuff around a satsuma or a tangerine. Absolute nonsense. 
I agree. How can you have lived your lives without knowing that? It still amazes me. Matt claiming that it was one of the wor- first words he learnt as a child. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's already used it Sticking six times that. this year. I use it once a month, on average. So if you get to, like, just before midnight on the 31st yeah. of January, you're like, oh, I've got to say it now. Yeah, say it a few times. Yeah. Good night, my mirror. love, and piff. <laughs> um, a good night, piff. Yeah, so we've, what... we've decided to call the... T- <laughs> Careful. <laughs> We've decided to call today's podcast Star Wars Revenge of the Pith, uh, nice. which is an inspired idea. So uh, for your wordplay today, we're smashing together fruits and the movies. Yes, we are talking hashtag fruity films. Get involved at 8.12.15 or tweet us at Absolute Radio. Emma, got anything? Got a uh, good night, Mr. Tom Marto. Oh, <laughs> that's good. And tomato is technically it's a fruit, fruit because yeah. the pips are on the inside. I checked, yeah. I checked it's a fruit. fruit, yeah. Glenn? Uh, I've got a couple. I've got the Fig Lebowski. <laughs> oh, excellent. Uh, Enemy at the Dates. Oh, oh that's great. Nice. And Mango Unchained. Mango Unchained. Oh. I've got the last mango in Paris. Oh, very nice. Oh. <laughs> Matt, got anything? Uh, the uh, 310 to Satsuma. <laughs> nice. True lie cheese. Oh, good. And uh, the Ted Damson classic, <laughs> Three Men and a Little Lemon. <laughs> <laughs> That's a double hit there. More often than not, a chap called Dave Barry will say something in between the music. And when he can't be bothered, you get me, the Dave Berry Breakfast Show. You're so much better at this than we are here in the studio. We need you for these features because Derek in sunny Oxton gets things underway with Planet of the Grapes. Oh. Nice. Oh, yeah. The yes. long pith goodnight. Of course. Oh. Back to the fruiture from James and <laughs> <laughs> Debbie does salad. Oh, dear. <laughs> Oops, sorry. The grape escape from Ian oh, in Worthing. Yeah, yeah. Close encounters of the third rind from oh, Nick in EC2. That's good, yeah. Fruit loose. Ha, nice. Classic <laughs> Lord of the Pineapple Ring says John. These are all so good. Keep them coming. Eight, twelve, fifteen. As, as it came from Pith, it should really anything close to a citrus skin is is gets more points. Extra points so, for yeah. skin. Yeah, totally. Like um, for instance, one flew over the cuckoo's zest <laughs> from Mark in <laughs> Durham. Good. Um, melon of Troy. Uh, <laughs> Uh, 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 honey, honey, Jew, I shrunk the kids from James in Blind. So good. Lots of melon related ones, including this one. How about Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan Taloop? <laughs> Hi, guys. It was staring us right in the face, this one. Mm. It's one of our favourite movies. We referenced this more times than we should have done on the Home Time Show, Matt. <laughs> it is, of course, courtesy of Joanne in Chorley, Captain Corelli's. Mandarin. Oh, very nice. Yeah. yeah I can't believe yeah. we didn't get that. Sarah in Leicester. Good morning to you, Sarah. She says Harry Potter and the half blood orange. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. This is Spineapple Tap. Ooh, oh, great. That's good, isn't it? What's really tickled me for some reason is the Lime King. <laughs> <laughs> Seedless in Seattle deserves a little round of applause, oh, that's actually. really good. Cole Lester from Nuneaton. Um, a beautiful rind from Andrew in Surrey. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, the Perfect Storm. Nice. Says Nick. Uh, behind Enemy Limes from Adam, Adam, who's digging a trench in Rothwell at the moment, apparently. Oh, good luck with that. Uh, the Shape of Watermelon. And possibly the best so far for me, um, Man with the Golden Plum. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Ignoring Twitter notifications for the next two weeks like his life depended on it. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show. If you are a tradesperson and you have plied that trade for a celebrity, 
We want to hear from you. Uh, drop me an email, dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. That's dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. We've had people who have worked for the likes of Billy Piper, Louis Suarez, yeah. Simon Cowell, Carlo Nash. Who was Carlo <laughs> Nash? Who was Carlo oh, Nash? Of course, the former uh, Manchester City and Stockport goalkeeper. We were really stretching it there with Carlo <laughs> Nash. Did that actually make it to air? <laughs> that actually happened, yeah. I think it's mainly down to producer Dave. Oh, yeah. It's like the City connection. City leanings. And as we just said, David Furnish. He was carpet. He was carpet. <laughs> <laughs> um, and a load of other stars as well have made an appearance. It was Roger Daltrey. Oh! oh from out <laughs> of the home! Big time. On the Thursday he was there, it was my 18th birthday, so he took me up the local and bought me my very first pint and oh! jammed the leg and shirt. One of the jobs we did was we put up a greenhouse in Judy Dench at Garden. Dame Judy Dench. Wow. Dench's greenhouse. That is big. She came out with a tray of tea for all of us. The cup she gave me had a picture of the Mona Lisa on it with Judy Dench's face. <laughs> <laughs> Rang the, uh, the number at the gate and the guy answered and said, yeah, I'm really sorry, I'm not there today. He said, uh, if, you, if you phone up the intercom, then the maid should be there doing the cleaning. And there was an answer, but if it wasn't a maid, it was uh, Michael Caine. Oh, wow. Did you recognise so, you know, his speaking voice instantly? Oh, was that one? <laughs> You're only supposed Definitely. to install the electric gates. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. Just a smattering of our tradespeople to the stars. We would like to add you to our pantheon of champions. Get in touch, Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk you might even get a little prize uh, so thank you very much indeed for tuning into the show today it's been educational we really found out has. that pith is the white stuff around a tangerine slash satsuma well some of us have already known that for years but yeah Glenn and I mainly yeah. found that out. Yeah. Um, but we have an update when it comes to the banana yes the irritating leathery strands the white bits when you peel back a banana skin they are known as phloam bundles you're not a big flown bundles make you gag, do they, Emma? Not for me. Great, let those be the final words of the show today. <laughs> flown bundles make Emma gag. Um, Leona's up next. Thanks very much indeed for tuning in. Arrivederci. One breakfast show, seven playlists, a concept that Dave Berry still believes to be witchcraft and sorcery. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show.